welcome to Psalm 126. This is the seventh in the series of 15 songs that pilgrims used as they climbed up to Jerusalem. Now this psalm is probably a celebration of God's deliverance of his people from captivity, God's restoration of his people to Jerusalem. Now most people associate this with the return from exile under Ezra and Nehemiah, but it is also possible that it describes David's return from his brief exile from Jerusalem in Absalom's coop. And here the psalmist says, When the Lord brought back the captivity of Sion, we were like those who dream. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Sion, we were like those who dream. In other words, it seemed too good to be true to have returned back to the city of God. It was indeed all like a dream. You see, the people of God for sure knew that they will be restored by God. But when the restoration actually happened, they simply could not believe their eyes or believe their ears. You know, ask a prisoner of war or someone who is kidnapped of the joy of returning home. And they perhaps will say the same thing. It seems too good to be true. We simply cannot believe our eyes or ears. But yes, it is true that we have returned home. And what's the result of coming back home? It's laughter, it's joy, it's gratitude and it's testimony. Verses 2 and 3, the psalmist says, Our mouth are filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. And they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. Now the word they here refers to the onlooking nations who saw God's mighty hand and were amazed at the work of Yahweh. And they too testified that the Lord has indeed done a great thing for his people. Now I was just thinking, what are some of the things we as Christians can sing and marry about? Well, how about our rescue from the captivity of sin and death, the joy of salvation, something that we can sing about and praise God for and celebrate? How about our hope and life in Christ, the joy of spiritual victory we have through Christ our Lord? How about the joy of Christian fellowship? You know, talking about Christian fellowship, it is Owen Strawn who says, The miracle of salvation is that people who have nothing in common end up as spiritual family members. People who got nothing in common end up as spiritual family members, while very often people who have massive natural overlap end up living very different lives and holding different views. And I was just thinking about my own fellowship. The ones I call brothers and sisters are not from my own state or my background. Yet in Christ, each one of them have become my family members in Christ. The joy, yes, the joy of Christian fellowship. How about singing and celebrating the joy of partnering with Christ in carrying forward his mission? Truly, we have so much to sing about and so much to be glad about and so much to celebrate about. And in verse 4, the psalmist says, Bring back our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Bring back our captivity, O Lord. Now here the psalmist kind of does acknowledge that there is still work yet to be done. So they cry for more complete restoration. Well, we know, don't we, that in one sense, although we have been brought out of our slavery from sin, there is still so much to be done. All of us are perfected in our godliness, in all godliness, as we live this life of faith, aren't we? 
and of course in another sense there are people who are still captive to sin and the world and they must be set free too they must be restored too they must return to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and enjoy complete restoration so yes lord bring back our captivity as streams in the south in verse 5 the psalmist says those who sow in tears shall reap in joy he who goes forth weeping bearing seed for sowing shall doubtless come again with rejoicing bringing his sheaves with him now here is an imagery from the agrarian community the process of going weeping sowing and reaping Yes, there is a season of toiling and weeping, but a season of harvest too that ensues truly enjoying God's favor and his blessings too. But yes, there is a season of toiling and weeping, and toiling and weeping is ensued by the season of harvest. And as pilgrims, we must never forget that this world will have many sorrows and weepings and afflictions and sickness and pain thrown towards us. Yet a day shall be coming when we shall reap in joy. You know, keeping both of this in perspective is very, very important. The perspective of sorrow and weeping as we as we walk this journey together, but yet never to lose the sight of the world that is to come, a reign of Christ where we. We shall reap in joy. So let us give thanks to the Lord and be glad for His deliverance upon each one of us. Our rescue from the captivity of sin and death, the joy of salvation, our hope and life in Christ, the joy of spiritual victory, and of course the joy of Christian fellowship too. Let us be perfected in all godliness as we live this life of faith, and of course pray continually for those who haven't known Christ to be restored to a rightful relationship with Christ Himself. And of course, let us not. Not forget that when we water the seed with our tears, we will one day rejoice as bringing in the sheaves. Shall we pray? Yes, Lord, we have much to be glad about, and we rejoice for the gift of salvation and the fellowship of saints. Also, thank you for reminding me that our times of troubles and sorrows do not last. You will turn our sorrows into joy and our tears into laughter. Yes, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. So help me, dear Lord, as a pilgrim to walk trusting in your goodness, keeping my eyes fixed on Jesus. And this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.